Chapter Forty of My Reminiscences by Rabindranath Tagore. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Forty, Bankim Chandra. This was the time when my acquaintance with Bankim Chandra began. My first sight of him was a matter of long before. The old students of Calcutta University had then started an annual reunion, of which. Babu Chandranath Basu was the leading spirit. Perhaps he entertained a hope that at some future time I might acquire the right to be one of them. Anyhow, I was asked to read a poem on the occasion. Chandranath Babu was then a quite young man. I remember he had translated some martial German poem into English, which he proposed to recite himself on the day, and came to rehearse it to us, full of enthusiasm that a warrior poet's ode to his beloved sword should at one time have been his favourite poem will convince the reader that even chandranath babu was once young and moreover that those times were indeed peculiar while wandering about in the crush at the students reunion i suddenly came across a figure which at once struck me as distinguished beyond that of all the others and who could not have possibly been lost in any crowd the features of the tall fair personage shone with such striking radiance that i could not contain my curiosity about him he was the only one there whose name i felt concerned to know that day when i learned he was bankim babu i marvelled all the more it seemed to me such a wonderful coincidence that his appearance should be as distinguished as his writings his sharp aquiline nose his compressed lips and his keen glance all betokened immense power with his arms folded across his breast he seemed to walk as one apart towering above the ordinary throng this is what struck me most about him not only that he looked an intellectual giant but he had on his forehead the mark of a true prince among men one little incident which occurred at this gathering remains indelibly impressed on my mind in one of the rooms a pundit was reciting some sanskrit verses of his own composition and explaining them in bengali to the audience one of the allusions was not exactly coarse but somewhat vulgar as the pundit was proceeding to expound this bankim babu covering his face with his hands hurried out of the room i was near the door and can still see before me that shrinking retreating figure after that i often longed to see him but could not get an opportunity at last one day when he was a deputy magistrate of howrah i made bold to call on him we met and i tried my best to make a conversation but i somehow felt greatly abashed while returning home as if i had acted like a raw and bumptious youth in thus thrusting myself upon this unasked and unintroduced shortly after as i added to my ears i attained a place as the youngest of the literary men of the time but what was to be my position in order of merit was not even then settled the little reputation i had acquired was mixed with plenty of doubt and not a little of condescension it was then the fashion in bengal to assign each man of letters a place in comparison with a supposed compeer in the west thus 
one was byron of the bengal another the emerson and so forth i began to be styled by some the bengal shelley this was insulting to shelley and not likely to get me laughed at my recognized cognomen was the lisping poet my attainments were few my knowledge of life meagre and both in my poetry and my prose the sentiment exceeded the substance so that there was nothing there on which any one could have based his praise with any degree of confidence my dress and behaviour were of same anomalous description i wore my hair long and indulged probably in an ultra poetical refinement of manner in a word i was eccentric and could not fit myself into everyday life like the ordinary man at this time babu akshay sarkar had started his monthly review the nabajivan new life to which i used occasionally to contribute bankim babu had thus closed the chapter of this editorship of the bangadarsan the mirror of bengal and was busy with religious discussions for which purpose he had started the monthly prashar the preacher to this also i contributed a song or two and an effusive appreciation of vaishnava lyrics from now i began constantly to meet bankim babu he was then living in babani that street i used to visit him frequently it is true but there was not much of conversation i was then of the age to listen not to talk i fervently wished we could warm up into some discussion but my diffidence got the better of my conversational powers some days shanji babu footnote one of bankim babu's brothers end of footnote would be there reclining on his bolster the sight would gladden me for he was a genial soul he delighted in talking and it was a delight to listen to his talk those who have read his prose writing must have noticed how gaily and airily it flows on like the sprightliest of conversation very few have this gift of conversation and fewer still the art of translating it into writing this was the time when pandit shashadhar rose into prominence of him i heard from bankim babu if i remember right bankim babu was also responsible for introducing him to the public the curious attempt made by a hindu orthodoxy to revive its prestige by the help of western science soon spread all over the country theosophy for some time previously had been preparing the ground for such a movement not that bankim babu had thoroughly identified himself with this cult no shadow of shashdar was cast on his exposition of hinduism as it found expression in the prashar that was impossible i was then coming out of the seclusion of my corner as my contribution to these controversies will show some of these were satirical verses some farcical plays others letter to newspapers i thus came down into arena from the regions of sentiment and began to spar in the right earnest in the heat of the fight i happened to fall foul of bankim babu the history of this remains recorded in the prachar and bharati of those days and need not be repeated here at the close of this period of antagonism bankim babu wrote me a letter which i have unfortunately lost had it been here 
the reader would have seen with what consummate generosity vadkim babu had taken the sting out of that unfortunate episode end of chapter 40 read by lambda